Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about dreams, how you can achieve your dreams. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Nathan Kisler. How are you? Very good. Very happy to be with you. Awesome, awesome. You know, I check out your LinkedIn profile. I decided I need to reach out to you to ask to be on my show, to share your insights. Uh, because, you know, the last time I started to pay more, a lot more attention with uh, such topics. Because, you know, when you work hard uh, in any directions, uh, we need to set up, I don't know, like positive mindset. Uh, before we start, introduce a little bit about yourself, your background, and why you, you decided to take this topic. Absolutely. My name is Nathan, and a little bit about me. I grew up in Florida. I went to university for engineering. Civil engineering is about building things, usually either uh, structures, roads, things like that, infrastructure. And... And I really wanted to build beautiful buildings, wanted to build beautiful things that would that'd be awesome to be in. Um, and, and I decided that there was a lot already here. So I actually moved to South Africa to be a part of different projects that were happening there. And I realized while I was over there, we always talked about sustainability and, and community, things like that. And I quickly realized that, you know, going in, we had a preconceived notion of what the answers were, things like that, that we said were would be uh, great structures, beautiful projects to do. But in reality, what people really wanted was was just the support for for themselves to be able to build up their own communities. People were proud of their community. People liked their community, but they wanted you know, and they saw some of the answers that they needed. And so I quickly moved from doing projects myself to really just moving into coaching, mentoring, so that that projects moved from a, well, I'm someone from the outside coming in to a, what is it that you're dreaming for your community and helping them achieve just some of the development that they saw that they already needed, some of the things that we didn't see, some of the things that, you know, research doesn't necessarily show you, things like that. And so over time, I just moved entirely focused on just developing people. I, I eventually got my master's degree and training in development, and, um, and, and it didn't ever stop because it became an absolute joy to see people feel like they had someone to back them and give them some of the answers, some of the guidance that they needed to be able to move forward in that way when they, when they felt like a lot was stopping them. So, so now I, now I'm doing that full time and it is the best place for me to be. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I like your quote, uh, developing people. Uh, yeah, awesome. Uh, okay, let's talk about developing people. Uh, I think that um, everyone is different. You know, uh, we have different dreams, different uh, goals, uh, different jobs, uh, uh, different situations. And uh, if uh, something makes happy uh, one person, it doesn't make happy others. And uh, uh, how you uh, personalize this experience, how you can learn uh, that uh, 
for example, I have such problems. I need uh, you can fix them or help me to fix them because you know I think that <laughs> when uh, someone thinks that uh, uh, the coaches or uh, leaders can help uh, everywhere, it, it doesn't work like this. It's better to start from yourself. Can you share about your personalization? How you start learning? Uh, how you can help others? That is a great question. Because often you'll go to maybe a conference, maybe you'll go to an event and there's hundreds, maybe thousands of people, you know, if it's a giant event. And it is very general and some things can work and some things you think might be able to help and you walk away and you'll think, okay, but how do I do this? And and oftentimes events will, will be just a, a boost of energy, but then a lot of the the practical, you know, instituting some of the things that you've heard and learned is a lot more difficult, like you said, because it's very personal. And, and that's why when we are going in, my team and I to, uh, to talk to a team, we will, we will get started with uh, just some conversation pieces, but we definitely move to a, an, an ongoing interaction that is involving you. So a lot of it is going to be very much discussion style. It's going to be very much just pulling out the answers that you actually need based on the questions that, that um, are designed to get you the answers that you want. And that's how we personalize it. And then, and then from the answers that each person is giving, not me giving all of the answers, then we go into, then we're saying, okay, now what are you going to do with these answers? How are you going to really shape your mindset? But how are you going to shape your habits, your rhythms around these answers that you've given as well? And usually it's a, you know, it's a longer process because it is personalized. And, the, and, and making it personalized means, you know, we don't want to just, we don't want to just, Kind of this next book in your lap and expect you to to go off and do it a lot of times you know in we we are overlooking things that are very obvious to us when you take anybody from a profession in sports or profession in and maybe the arts like music you're always going to have someone behind you to help coach you to get yourself better in in the direction you're wanting to go and it's the same with with us as well even though the dreams, like you said, vary widely, um, it it is a matter of someone just helping you keep keep pushing you along the way because we are notorious at 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 seeking out just comfort levels. We're notorious at at backing off from things that cause us to be afraid, things that cause us to doubt, and things that we might think are beyond our reach. Uh, even if it's even if it's a dream that we greatly think that we're supposed to walk into that. Yeah, got it. Valuable. Okay, I think you know. Um, I think when you wanna change something, you need to change your habits as well. 
Yes, and for example, people might have uh, some uh, bad habits. Uh, by the way, uh, I had a lot of bad habits. I changed many of them. Uh, some of them I still <laughs> have them, but that's okay. You know, uh, I think that um, um, it's hard to uh, change uh, from the first attempt everything. Can you provide your insights how to change these habits? For example, I, I remember when I overwatching TV. Uh, when I came uh, home uh, after my job, I, I felt exhausted. But you know uh, what I've changed? I changed my business because uh, uh, in my second business, I chased money. You know, I didn't care about my uh, happiness. Uh, I, I just tried to earn a lot of money, but you know that was not the right decision because I was unhappy. Uh, I felt that uh, um, I, I loved Friday, you know, and I hated Monday. Uh, today, uh, it's not the case anymore because I love Monday. I love Friday, I love uh, each moment of my life, and uh, uh, I changed my business. You know, that was my attitude. Can you provide your insights how to change uh, habits if you have some bad habits? It doesn't matter. It's it's not about uh, eating unhealthy food uh, or overwatching TV. Uh, if you have your habits, how where to start? Right, that's a good one too. So, how do you change it? One, it is a process. We all know you're you're not going to flip a switch and just move straight from one habit to the next. So it is a it is an internal and an external process. And and I and I tell people it's not about um, working against yourself. It's actually about partnering with yourself. Are you actually partnering with yourself? So like you said, I wasn't happy. I was pursuing money, but then I switched jobs. Why is that that you switch? Well, you're, you're one wanting to walk into your home after work differently, right? You want to wake up on a Monday or a Friday and, and it, you want it to be different than, than the way it was before. So you are partnering with this desire to say, okay, pursuing money is, is just an, an infinite thing. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't bring joy in and of itself. It's just an inanimate object. So partnering with yourself would be thinking, okay, if I want to wake up differently, if I want to partner with this desire that I have, that I've set before me, how am I going to partner? Right? It's, it's not like a relationship, you know, it, it, like a, a relationship with your partner, a relationship with a good friend. You're thinking, well, there's communication. There's collaboration, there's thinking through what's going to happen next, you know, maybe an activity to do. So that's, that's one thing. The next, um, so we talk about, we talk about decision-making. Now, decision-making is big because willpower is, there's only so much in a day. Willpower, or you might just say energy. There's only so much energy we each have as an individual for the day, which means you have to be very strategic about which decisions need to be made and which decisions will will are are easy to just make on an unconscious level sort of like when you go into the store and you're trying to think about uh what food to buy you know if you have a list you don't have to make that decision you're just literally making you're just following the list right so you're not using a lot of energy that way but for some important decisions you want enough of that energy to help you make that. Otherwise, in a state where you're frustrated or you're tired or you're hungry, um, 
or you're or you're upset or frustrated, you won't have the same kind of energy level that you need to make the right choice. So we have what we call the decision making matrix. And part of that is understanding that we want to help people write down the answers they need for three different things. One is you want to know your priorities. And we, there's a whole exercise we take to, to help people really nail down their priorities. Priorities are basically the things that you value most in life. So most people put their family, something like that at the top, right? Uh, some people will put as, some people will put happiness, right? They will put financial security, but it is about lining them up in the right, in the right order as well. So most people I encounter, they're not going to put work as number one. I, in fact, I don't think I've ever come across someone who's put work as number one. So obviously that means that you're wanting to align the energy according to the priorities. The second element of decision-making matrix is, okay, have you determined which, which, dream or two that you are pursuing. So like for you, you switch jobs. So whether you had it written down or not, you thought, okay, my dream for this year is I, I really want to switch to something that will bring me a lot more joy. And you really can't have many. We tell people to really just focus on one or two that are important to them for, for the next year. Uh, you know, you can think about all the other ones, but you need to make that decision so you have the priorities, things you value, and then you have dreams. Dreams would be that, that choice that you've made, the, the one or two things that you are going to plan and think through and reserve energy for. And the third one is about, is about each individual. What is the greatest version of themselves? Meaning, what are your gifts? What are the things that you really shine in? What are the, the moments in your life that you were like that, that, that really showed who I was. And I was thrilled in that moment. I was happy to show that I was, I was proud to live that moment out. And, and it comes as a reminder and you want these three different things, priority yourself and your dreams to give you the boundaries you need about why you'll spend energy and why you shouldn't waste energy. Wasting energy would be things that just, don't matter or doesn't bring the impact that you are actually looking for. And so when you're, when you're moving forward, right. in in the personal thing, because like you said, it's not just general, then you use these three elements to really back you up and say, I am partnering with myself because I've written these answers down for myself. I know what they are. It's not come from some strange guy on the TV. It's not come from my boss. Because let's face it, any, if you don't define your future, if you don't define the direction that you want, there are plenty of people who will define it for you. And usually it's the wrong answers. So taking that space, taking that time, slowing down long enough is actually what we do as well. We, we, we need to provide the space for people to process and really have someone say, write these things down. So there was a study that was done once and it was, 
let me think of the numbers. Uh, three, it was 80, I think it was about 80%. Okay, so, so people who don't know their dreams, who don't write them down, that's about 80% of the people. Okay, then there are people that do have some kind of dream. Maybe it's you getting a, a, a maybe you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to, um, maybe you want to switch jobs, or maybe you're wanting to be in a specific, um, uh, you know, a specific, a new area. You know, you move into a new area. Well, if you don't write it down, there's, there's 17% of the people who have those dreams. They are, let's see, I think it's 10 times more likely than the 80% to actually move forward into the future that they are thinking about, right? So you have 80% who are just reacting to circumstances. They're just kind of being tossed about by, by maybe their job, by, by whatever thing is happening to them. They're not setting any kind of decision or direction for themselves. So these 17% are, are 10 times more likely than 80% to have a different future. And then there's 3%. 3% of people know their dreams, write them down, and they are actually three times more likely than the 17% who don't write it down. All right, so, so now you have three times more likely than those people who have dreams, but don't write it down to actually change their future. So that means the three, the 3% of people who have dreams, write them down are actually 30 times more likely to change their future than the 80%. But that's mm -hmm. only 3% of people, 3% of people who take the time to think, I truly want this. I truly want to, you know, figure out how I'm going to get there. They are 30 times more likely to have a different future than the 80% who, who are never looking ahead to think about what they really want, how to get there, how do they define it for themselves. So that's a huge number because, I mean, that's, that's far outpacing the people who, who maybe think, I don't want to be stuck in this job that doesn't make me happy or I I'm stressed out, or maybe I'm, I'm feeling really depressed. You may think I don't want those things, but if you never truly move towards what the positive side is, if you're only thinking, I don't want to be here, you're never going to leave that space. Well, it's way less likely that you will yeah valuable valuable got it okay um you know i uh, i think that um, i found similar numbers about businesses you know uh 37 percent of all businesses only have a documented content strategy or marketing strategy that means yeah they they know about their goals but they uh, don't write down <laughs> these goals and if you know the problems for example i think many people know uh, for example smokers yeah if they are smoking they know that it's it's unhealthy but they continue doing if you don't write uh, your problems yeah it's hard to change this attitude okay let's uh, yeah. 
switch our uh, discussion to uh, companies uh, because you share uh, insights about personal attitudes but what about companies how we can lead uh, big companies with uh, 100 employees uh, to the right direction because uh, when we have a different culture different people you know and uh, but we need to help them uh, because uh, I, I often see the case when uh, companies uh, bosses you know they have no time you know to analyze some Something new to provide to improve uh, uh, I don't know uh, environment on their jobs because you know for example yeah. a few years ago I want to share example a few years ago um, a few key players left my company and I didn't know why well, what's going on uh, everything was fine but you know uh, that interesting that a toxic environment um, um appealed in my company and i started to learn more and got it no way i need to to change attitudes uh, that's why i started to invest more money with uh, uh some things that can help others you know i buy uh, <laughs> breakfast uh, i can provide some uh, uh events and uh, you know uh, and uh, even more i decided to fire some people who are not uh, good with our culture culture that, that's okay uh, i think that they can find uh, in other places can you uh, share how to help companies in that way that is another great question and we love to do that too because especially these days especially with covid and things people are definitely thinking man i'm i i don't want to be I don't want to be in an unhealthy place. I mean, that is definitely a, a big thing on people's minds. So typically in the past, right, we had the, the businesses that were developed by one, three, five people, right? They're at the top and they, they set the direction, which is providing a product or service or, or whichever. They have their vision to say, oh, you know, we, we want to be the best in our company or we want to make so much amount of money for this company. So they have this vision, right? Well, when they're hiring people, they're thinking, now I just need, I just need, I need, I don't even want to call them people. I, I, I need, uh, I need bodies to, to fill this spot, right? I say bodies because it's not even, in the past, people don't necessarily see them as people. They just see them as as filling a role right so what essentially the business is saying is i need these things these roles filled so i can accomplish my my dream i can i can fill this space and once i have all the spaces that i need filled then it will look like this right it'll 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 start moving forward and the company will be able to reach those metrics or that plan that we've set forward. The problem is, is we're not robots, right? We're not, we're not machines. So we don't just fill space. That's not, that's not who we are, especially nowadays when there's a lot more understanding that, you know what, I actually have I do have the ability to, to quit my job. I have the ability to say no to something. I have the ability to st stand up and especially communicate that something is wrong, right? Like this is unhealthy, you know? So when we're going into businesses, 
one of the first things we're wanting to do is to change that perspective for leaders. Like, okay, instead of seeing roles being filled, how are you going to see them as people, right? How are you going to see them as people who definitely have desires? They definitely have concerns. They have things that they, that, that they'll resist, you know, they definitely have dreams, even if they don't, even if they were buried and they definitely want to be treated a certain way, you know, which is hard because you can fill a a role with a computer these days. Right. And a computer doesn't care how you treat it. Like it'll just do it. It'll do its job. Even if as so long as you haven't kicked it around and, and it's broken. Right. So, so bosses or leaders sometimes treat people that way. You know, they'll kick them around and be like, they'll, they'll yell and say, just do your job or, you know, they're, they're kicking things around. And that's, in these days, that's, that is the, the realization is happening. Like, no, you, you, like, you don't want, people don't want to be treated that way. And so they'll just quit. Right. The unfortunate part for businesses, they're like, oh my gosh, it's taking me more money and more time to now fill these spaces with people that that maybe don't mind being kicked around and then they quit very soon. So we want to change that to now, instead of just being an employee that is coming underneath someone else's dream, we're saying, how is the business going to partner with the people that they are working with, that they're working alongside? This is more a partnership now. So before it was, well, I am paying you, and, and that's your own business to do whatever it is that you want to do on your own time. But now it's, okay, how do I partner with you to make sure that, that the business is going to get to the future that they want, but how can we possibly help you get to the future that you want so that we both win together? So we're really wanting businesses to look at it from a win-win position and not a I'm winning and I don't really know or care or, or think about how I can help my people win. Yeah. And, and going into a business setting and saying, it's not even that complicated. I want to say this from the standpoint of people are thinking, well, the, the people issues are complicated. People's lives are messy. And I'm thinking, no, that belief alone already stops you from engaging people on a people level. Because you believe that it's too much to handle, you believe it takes too much time, and you actually don't need to change too many things, unless, of course, you're a real jerk, and and you know the biggest problem is you at, at the top. So, um, so it just takes a different mindset to say, you know, people people do in general from the from the most basic level they want the same things right they they want to be valued they want to know that their their work is being seen they want to be treated kindly they want to be uh they they wanted communication on a such a level where they actually feel respect so that we're you know on on one level we're talking about simple things on the other it does change an internal way of thinking for for businesses and 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 mindset that kind of thing
I'm not sure if we're having a technical difficulty on my side or your side, Anatoly. So uh, maybe I will, let me see. From a leader standpoint, uh, I'll share a story of a client. We can do it from that side. All right. So we're going into a car company. Car company, as as many people know, really, it's just you, the business is just selling cars. And on, on this side, at least in America, it's not always seen as the nobody dreams about being a car salesman. Uh, the, the, some people might dream of owning a car lot because there's there, there's possibly good money in, in owning the business. But but as a manager, to tell your salesman, fill this role, sell X number of cars per month, go off and do it. That is that, that doesn't necessarily build any kind of valuable connection for people. So you're basically saying, you know, that the roles that people fill are usually it's it's usually written down somewhere. Uh, sell X number of cars, do this, do this. But in reality, uh, they're not given uh, they're not given the kind of back feel they need to be able to 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 do that so when we're talking about a a manager changing his perspective we're talking about how are you how are you really backing up how are you supporting the people who are actually getting the work done because a leader they'll set vision and strategy but let's face it they're not actually doing the work of selling or the or the usual work of services provided you know take like a, like a restaurant you know someone who owns the restaurant they are not the one cooking the food they're not the one serving the food um they're not even usually the one that's doing the financials so so that means that instead of thinking i'm at the top and people need to come follow me Really, what it is is turning the turning the the system on its head and saying, "How are you coming underneath and saying I am supporting my people enough and in such a, a strong enough way that they are feeling that they're standing on top of something, not just dangling over a cliff waiting for waiting for the job to let them go because they're not meeting the standard of the role that we have set them." And it's a it is a powerful movement forward. So when we went into this car place, it, it took I think three months. So this this place brought us in because they were having some people issues, some turnover issues, and they had never actually been in the black. You know, they had never actually made profit just for the company. They'd made enough to cover their expenses, but not actually profit. So when we came in, we said, well let us help you understand what it means to be partners with your people. And we're not even going to teach your people how to sell cars better because that's, I mean, that's just not what we do. Like, so in three months time, we helped them start making profit without teaching them how to sell, sell things better. Why? Because it, it, it totally changed the environments and the culture in such a way that now people had more energy they they felt supported 
they felt valued, they felt heard, and, and including the manager himself. And so now they're making money. And you're thinking, how did, how did that actually happen? Well, what happens when people feel kicked around? Their energy's low. They are, they're not feeling motivated. They're not feeling energized. They don't feel like they're reaching a future that they've designed for themselves. So really, they're just going through the motions. So unless you're in a position where all you have to do is go through the motions, that is a pretty, pretty low effectiveness rate. That's a pretty low productivity, right? Because you're moving slower, your, your tone, your words are, 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 are not full of, of life and energy. Like, hey, I really want to be here. And, and that affects... And that affects the, the customers, that affects uh, the others who are working next to you. So all of that put together, it just feels like a dragging kind of company. And, and that affects the bottom line. I mean, we, we as a company don't set out to fix the company's bottom line. What our goal is really just to transform workplaces so that everybody feels like they can love going to work like you do. Um, because we want every we want the workers to have a win, um, but of course the leaders are typically interested in the bottom line. It just so happens that the the consequence of changing this kind of mode of operation does affect the the bottom line. So, yeah, got it. Valuable, I'm so valuable. <laughs> I need to consider to my company as well. Okay, uh, you know, uh, once uh, I spoke with uh, uh, the coach who proclaimed me that I need to ask my employees about their dreams. Uh, ask them, tell. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, some of them want to uh, be rich, you know. Uh, the second want to uh, uh, be happy, you know. Uh, the third one uh, might want to, uh, I don't know, to achieve a career, uh, to be CEO of company. You know, uh, I love these dreams. That's okay, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but how to uh, adapt all these dreams uh, to uh, and empower people, encourage them to be more productive, to provide uh, higher results, uh, and uh, consider all their dreams. Because, uh, uh, for example, I can't uh, help them uh, in the short run, but I can motivate them in the long run. Uh, and, uh, for example, uh, uh, can you share your insights about deadlines? Because I often see when uh, companies build high expectations, and when they don't achieve them, they give up you know discourage them uh yeah uh, if we have different culture different people different dreams how to consider all of them and uh to yeah. make cohesive yeah yeah it's a good question too because you know you could say from from the start you're thinking oh well i could i could ask people about people's dreams but there there are other small things that you can do because you know you can't you can't just give the the dreams to everybody like that doesn't work especially if there's a person that wants a house you can't like a company isn't going to buy the house but you can do small things to to know and and say okay these are people so one how am i going to bring something really fun to 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 work it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be big you know it can be uh, it can just be a celebration you know, you can use little ways to to show 
in, in a big way how much you care about people. Um, you could also you could also run uh, different kind of training and development you know pieces. I know there's some companies that do it once a month. Some companies, uh, if depending on how quick they want the change, they're like, okay, we're gonna have one lunch a week. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about how we develop ourselves or how we change just one habit. You know, um, maybe there's a time where where you're asking, uh, you, you know, maybe you run an event, you know, and it, it has to do with with uh, your employees being creative at work. You know, whoever brings the most. Uh, or, or everyone can submit a creative idea to help our company grow some some way, and and whichever idea wins, they they get uh, you know they get a maybe they get a financial reward that goes specifically to their dream. So it's not just money to their pocket or or a or a ticket to something that um, that is for whatever they want. It would be directed specifically towards their dream. So you can say, look, you know, we're asking our employees to help our, our company get to their future. Whoever wins this, they they'll get something to forward their future, you know, and, and we'll do that. You know, we'll do different things like this to make sure you're acknowledging that you're still aware that the dreams are out there and you're trying to help in these little ways that show I am thinking about them and I want these and I want different employees to show that. Hey, we are partners in this, right? Um, and and or and it doesn't always have to be a dream related. Sometimes it can just be energy, you know. Bringing how, how do you bring energy into the office? Because good energy, you and you and you'd be reminding them, good energy works for the business, of course, but good energy works for you too. Like in this way, how are you going to? Uh, like, how will we bring motivation to our team? to to know that we're we're going to make good decisions for ourselves as well and 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 sometimes it's just being open meaning you're you're extending an invitation to your team as well and you're saying hey if we want this kind of environment if we want this kind of culture then what are some of the ideas that you guys have as well because a lot of it that you know a lot of leaders they're thinking, I've set the vision and I've set the strategy for my business, but I have no idea how to kind of set this, you want to call strategy of, of culture and environment. But once again, he or she is thinking, well, I'm at the top. I need to do this. Actually, it works much better in a collaborative effort and much, much better when you start saying what the goal is and saying, and we want your input. To start, I, I know some businesses even have a have someone who's kind of taken on uh, what do they call them the the I can't it's not culture manager or something like that but but they're like mindful about the culture so they think of different ideas that will that will help their the employees be interactive that help them be personable, help them understand that they, they're not just expected to just fill the role, but they're expected to kind of be fully alive here when you're coming and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to not talk about things that are, uh, that are important to you. 
and, and, and sometimes, or, you know, some business will, will bring in an expert that talks about, okay, you know, COVID, there's companies that, that brought in someone that was that talked about trauma or crisis, you know, and, and acknowledging the difficulties that people are going through. Just so you know that you're, that the, everybody's on a different level, you know, someone might be having, might be going through a really healthy season in life. Someone might have just lost a, a, a family member that was really close to them, you know, so their energy levels will be majorly different. But bringing someone in, you know, who talks about how do you handle crisis? Well, let's face it. I mean, crisis can be kind of around the corner, you know, whether it's a month from now or a year from now for anybody. So hearing those kind of tips and things still help people know like, hey, uh, we're acknowledging like people are going through different seasons. And, and these are some things that we want to think of as a team. So that way, when someone's going through a crisis and we acknowledge it and say, OK, you know, this person's going through a tough time and we can we can be there to support because there used to be an idea. I, you know, I was talking to someone in a, in a corporate job. You know, we're going to say big, big corporate world, right? And the, the idea was you leave all of your personal stuff at the door, right? When you enter in, you know, you're here to, to push, to be effective, to be productive, uh, you know, to be efficient, those kind of things, right? But, but that's just a big fat lie. Like people don't just turn off the memories or the thoughts of what they're going. Like if someone's died, you can't leave that at the door just because you're walking into work, you know, and it's not like all of a sudden you forget what you're going through. Maybe they're going through a, a rocky uh, relationship or marriage or, or, or their, their child went through a recent crisis. Uh, they, that doesn't turn off when they're going to work. So it's important to, to remember Remember that from the standpoint of care, from the standpoint of we are partners in this, you know, businesses go through rocky times, we go through rocky times, and we all want to just keep going. We all want to move towards health, towards, you know, a brighter future. Yeah, valuable. Okay, I have the last question. Uh, how people can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you? Yeah. I, I am on LinkedIn, so you can just find my name, Nathan Kiesler, under LinkedIn. Or I have uh, I have my email address, which is also fairly easy. It's just my name, Nathan, at dreamleaderinstitute.com. So that's, that's fairly easy uh, to remember because it's just my first name at dreamleaderinstitute.com. We do... We do everything from the beginning stages where we're just speaking and sharing sort of like this to walking with people month to month, sometimes week to week, depending on uh, what they're looking for, uh, to group sessions as well. Uh, we like doing group sessions for, for employees too, uh, just to get people started on this, just to kind of initiate the process, kind of jumpstart, especially if, if companies haven't thought about it at all. So uh, that is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Cool, cool. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Google, Spotify, Apple. Thanks a lot, Nathan. Yeah, valuable. You shared a lot of insights. I'm going to use some of them, you know, all <laughs> in right, my good, company. Good, good. <laughs> I mean, we the just... way on learning. 
<laughs> we just want to be helpful for people. You know, we, we do a free event once a month on LinkedIn. And, and, and even on that, we tell people, look, we're not, we're not really about it. We're, we're not the, the salesy kind of people. We are really for helping people have a, have a different future, especially these days. Um, when, when it's usually like, I think it's 70% of people right now are thinking about leaving their job or that, you know, they're in a place they don't want to be, they want a different future. And the win really for us is to, is to help people get there. So great. Great. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks guys for watching us and see you next time. Thank you. Anatoly. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.